0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Mm. Nice. Hey,
2: welcome everybody. Are you wearing the same shirt? I'm wearing the same shirt. <laughs> no, this is different. This is a slightly different color. Okay. Yeah. Different tint. We can, we can tint mm. it in post. Don't need to. Okay. Don't need to. Intro? Intro for great news with Kevin and Mike. Okay.
0: Smack! <laughs>
1: It's an intro, the show's about to begin bro, so put a smile above your chin bro, say hello to happy goodbye to the blues, Kevin and Mike will give you the fucking great news. Nice. Nailed it.
2: Very nice. Now, we have a a video to begin this episode with.
1: Oh dude yes. Yeah. Am I this, hearing uh, that right? This is this has been around for like a, a couple weeks now. Okay. But it's it's crazy for on so many levels. Check this out. This is our, our good friend Manny Ramirez. Okay. Guy wearing a Boston Red Sox hat, Manny Ramirez at Starbucks goes, excuse me, excuse me, can I ask you? No clue who he is. I mean, he he doesn't look a lot like he used to look. Do you know Red Sox fans?
2: Uh, Agreed, yes. Agreed.
1: That's like fucking insane. That's funny. Do you know he's here, Manny Ramirez? No. He's actually here.
2: Oh, oh. Old friend of the show. Old friend of the show. This is a... a Exciting moment! I miss Manny. I miss when he was a Dodger.
3: All right. <laughs> all right, Kevin. Hi, Manny. How are you? I'm good. How are uh, you?
2: Don't do that. All right. I'm your...
3: I I so excited to be here for second show of grape news. Uh, great news. Grape. Great news. Gra- <laughs> grape news. Great. Great news. Yes. Great news. I have some great news. Do you N- know that? No great news. Jesus. Great Jew,
2: We're, this is great news. G-
3: Moses.
2: This is. Sandy
3: uh, Koufax.
2: This is.
3: <laughs> Adam Sandler, great Jew. This is great news. I have.
2: Please stop doing that with I have my you.
3: bag of tricks. Okay. I take it with me everywhere I go.
2: You actually did bring a bag.
3: I have a whistle. <laughs> High quality. Hold on.
2: He He just, he just spilled the bag everywhere.
3: I have a phone.
2: That's a uh,
4: hello.
3: Hello, who this? Pedro Martinez. Hi. How are you, Pedro? How's your little person? Oh, he's dead. That's terrible. That's just a banana.
2: (laughs) That's not a phone.
3: Remember when we had three-way with Bernie Sanders? It was (laughs) crazy. All right.
2: That's just a banana, Manny. That was not a phone. You weren't talking to anyone. Sorry to tell you that.
3: I have a harmonica. Okay. I have a dreidel. Roseanne is filmed in front of a live studio audience. All right.
2: (laughs) He's digging around in his bag to find...
3: Oh, I dropped
2: it. Oh, you did, yeah. I
3: don't know what this is. I have a dildo.
2: Nope, that's not what that is. Oh, yeah, that's a nice slide whistle. Oh, man.
3: All right. All right. Manny, thank you. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> I really miss you. Okay, I miss you I'm too i going Manny. back to Australia.
2: Okay, I miss you, Manny, the toilet's too. Been all right. Take care. He actually had a bag of all kinds of stuff to play. Mike, did you see Manny? Yeah.
1: And I recognized him.
3: Sure. Okay. Of you did.
1: Unlike that fella. He's one of your heroes. <laughs> um... Kevin, before we get to the great news, I have some great news for you. Okay. My wife has recorded something. Oh. For you and for the audience. Okay. That I don't, I don't know what it is. I love you. But well, she's I know the best. it's embarrassing for me. Okay, good. I present to you, Closet Confessional. Okay.
4: It's exciting. Kevin. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Bianca. Uh, sorry, I'm. I'm just in the closet. Um, I just wanted to, uh, have a little chat. And of course, you know, these days privacy is a little difficult to come by, but I just want to, I really wanted to say thank you, um, for getting Mike out of the house. Mm. Uh, These last 10 months have been rough. Um, but anyway, I, I was just thinking, what if, um... What if I just shared with you some stories, you know, for, for your new for your new show? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, nope,
1: we don't have time God, for We this. have time for stories.
4: Like, you know, maybe embarrassing. Yes, please. For Michael. Yes. Um, you know, n- not that I want to embarrass him, but I was just thinking, you know, sometimes I feel like he gets a little cocky and it might be nice for you to have a little arsenal to, you know, put him in his place.
2: I'm down so for I'm this. I'm here for it.
4: Anyway, I just I was thinking we could start off with one uh one of my favorites actually. Um when Magnolia was about a year old, we had a uh, a baby monitor in her bedroom and um it was motion activated so we would get an alert on the iPad. Uh-oh. And uh one day she was at the park with the nanny and uh, I got an I got an alert which was strange because she wasn't even home. And so I went to go check the iPad and I rewound it a couple minutes and in grainy black and white footage, there's Mike slinking through the darkness to the to the changing station, and he grabs the baby wipes and proceeds to pull pull down his pants and wipe his butthole. Yes, this is the man that I married. What? Uh, I have anyway. a lot of questions. Do with that what you will. Okay. Okay. See you later.
1: I did my business. But, and there was no baby wipes. And I'm not a man who's going to dry wipe only. Okay. okay. That's like... So you knew your child was gone. And I knew that there was lots of baby wipes there because she was a fucking baby. Right. And there's a whole diaper thingy mm-hmm. with like Costco baby wipe thingies. No child there. Did you know there was a camera? I mean, somewhere in the back of the annals of my mind I did, but I didn't think of it at the time. I thought... Hey, no one's here. I can go and... Uh,
2: okay. I mean, that's great news for me. I don't know that it's great news for a lot of people. I feel
1: like there's a lot of people that are shaking their heads and go, I get it, bro.
2: <laughs> I'm sure that's what's happening. Do you have any great news for me, Kevin? I do. I have a, uh, a story about somebody being in the hospital
1: with COVID. Which awesome. Has, Already oh, so cool.
2: Which has really, really sucked this past year. Sure. And, you know, they, they can't get visitors, and the whole thing that goes on, is, it's very sad when they're, on, um, when they're on ventilators and they can't talk. Sure. So there was a music teacher, and he was in intensive care for 30 days and hadn't been able to talk, but he could play the violin. So <laughs> as his way of saying thank you to the staff there, he got out a violin while still not able to talk and played them a little tune Okay. to say thank you for taking care of me. That's sweet. And that's my great news. Let's see
3: it.
0: His name
1: is Grover. Tell it.
5: As soon as he started playing, it was just this, this just overwhelming sense of peace. Um, that came over everyone. It brought so much happiness and ease um, to the entire unit.
2: He's still intubated. He still has the tube down his throat. I mean, it's a little pitchy, but it's pretty good for a guy that's intubated.
5: It's a positive, encouraging moment um, rather than a moment that's filled with sadness and grief, which um, seems to be... Becoming a little bit more common, just with the increasing cases of COVID. And I feel, I feel so lucky to be able to have experienced that with him, and to be able to build such a unique relationship with this man. Um, something I will never ever forget.
1: They interviewed.
5: It will, it will forever be a, a huge. Turning point in my nursing career.
1: They interviewed the right nurse. <laughs> they did because, <laughs> as inspiring as that is to see him there with the tubes connected to play like that, it is—it's actually very yeah, moving. agreed. But there were a whole lot of doctors and nurses are like, "This guy's a music teacher." <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: she appreciated the effort that he was still
2: intubated. Is that while his
1: main? Instrument? I
2: He's a music teacher. That's all I
1: know. I don't know if he taught all instruments, but... Because if, that's, he, like, if he, that's like his go-to, then I'm a little suspicious of him teaching music. He's still intubated.
2: He still has tubes. He's not scales. fucking singing.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> If he was playing the trumpet, I'd be like, okay, it,
2: it sounds a little pitchy, bro. I have to imagine that that's his instrument because he had it in the emergency
1: room in the no, ICU. Maybe, maybe he's a piano player, and they're like, we can't really get a piano in here, sir. But, that could be. I don't know. But one of our RNs has a... Stradivarius. <laughs> in their fucking I find
2: that to be a very sweet story that he was able to show his thankfulness even though he was still intubated. And I, that's my great news.
1: I agree. It's a great story. I thank you for bringing it to me. You're a damn liar if you don't say that. You were... A little pitchy. <laughs> it was a little pitchy. No, good, good, good for you, Mr. Wilhelmson. Grover. <laughs> Grover's a sick name. Yeah, Grover is, I agree. There's, there's names where you're like, I know that guy's cool. You know, like, and Grover's Dale, one of Dale Grover. You don't meet any douchey Grovers. No, that's true. You don't meet any Grovers either. Not since Cleveland. Correct. Speaking of Cleveland. So they're going to play the rest of the 2021 season with the Cleveland Indians, but the Cleveland Indians announced they changed. They're changing their name. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. They're no longer going to be the Cleveland Indians. Uh, out of sensitivity for Native Americans. Hey, awesome. Okay, great. That actually is a pretty profound thing to consider it's been around for like 120 years. Or the somewhere. Washington Redskins just did that yeah, recently. Redskins did it. Um, what can we do to make them the steamers? I don't think Is that's going to happen. Is there any petition we can sign to make them the Cleveland steamers? I mean, it's
2: possible that the people that are making that decision don't know. In which
1: case, yes. How many newscasts have you seen where they're like, let's give a happy birthday to Lou Skunt? Or like, you know what I'm <laughs> obviously there's plenty of people who wear suits and make big decisions that we can pull one over on. Yeah, and green. if we just go like, Oh, there was a huge steaming community in the twenties. <laughs> Not positive. That's good. We have to put some more work into that. You one. like dogs. You dog I guy? love dogs. I don't like, when I, people, love dogs. I don't like when people don't like dogs. Yeah. I'm they, always, they're they're suspicious. Right. So this dude's dog was lost in, uh, nor in like uh upstate New York. Is that a labrador? It looks yeah, like a look like a lab mix. Um a pale pale coated golden retriever. A puppy. This dog's name is Meadow. And it went missing in upstate New York in a wooded area. Peace? Huh? Meta World Peace? Meadow World Peace. <laughs> remember when <laughs> he came in? Gr- Do you remember when he came into the show after the Lakers won the championship in
2: his uniform? Yeah, we did we were doing a morning show on K Rock at the time and the Lakers had won the championship and he was scheduled to come in the next morning, but he came in, he was still in his uniform and he'd been up all night partying. Not warm ups? No. Not like no, he was
1: in his Laker jersey. Yeah. He may have still he may still be wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> ah! Um so oh, Meadow. You were the missing hold on. You just hold on. (laughs) Meadow went missing in upstate New York. And this guy, the owner, uh, Gary, uh, the owners, Gary and Debbie Morgan, they put up reward posters Mm -hmm. all over, you know, because they just love their dog. And um, they knew that it's winter in upstate New York. So if your dog goes missing.
2: I've been part of those friends who somebody says, hey, we have to go look. And you scour the neighborhood for hours to try and find this dog because you know what it would mean to you.
1: It, w- it, w- it absolutely. I look. I'm a crier. Same. I'm shocked that I've made it through one and a half episodes of this show without crying. <laughs> but I, but I cry and I tear up and I go, "Wow, that's really touching." Even at like funerals and stuff of, of loved ones. I like like a a, a sick person. <gasps> one time in my life, and it was. A couple years ago, my wife and I had to put down a dog. And, and it wasn't when yours? You take him, <laughs> I just found him on the street. Um, no, I, you take the dog to the vet yes. and you're looking at it and you're like, I'm. Yes. And the vet put in the juice and she's like, you know, he's gone now. Yes. And I just watch him close his eyes and I, I went and I put my head to him and I just. I don't uh, think you're human if you don't at that point. So anyway, these, these, uh, they're an elderly couple, and they just love this dog, Meadow, and it's, it's, it's missing. And like any good dog owner would do, they put up the, the reward signs. This guy doesn't know them. Brian James, no clue who these people are. He just sees one of these posters up, and he's like, mm, it's winter in upstate New York. That dog's going to die soon. I need to get into action. I'm a highly skilled drone pilot and a mountaineering expert. All right. He strapped up, went walking, and took his drone and and a big screen, and he's like,
0: I'm gonna find this frickin' dog with a drone. Check it out. Finally tonight here, the missing dog and the stranger willing to help America Strong. Brian James from Cairo, New York, is a licensed hiking guide and a drone pilot. He saw this flyer online for a lost dog named Meadow, a one-year-old golden retriever. She was missing from a few towns over in Andes, New York. Brian was moved. He heard many in town were helping to search for Meadow, so he drove over to join in.
6: I'm realizing that she might be easy to see from the air if we find her before snow.
0: Flying his drone near where she was last spotted. Can
2: we stop just for one second? Yes.
0: Miles of trees.
2: Just for one second. Uh, He's breathing pretty hard for a hiker. Dude, he's a hiker. Maybe he's at high altitude. He's trying desperately just to get one breath. Hiking's hard. Right, but he does that all the time. That's true. Which means he should be in shape. Yeah. And not breathing no, if hard. We, if we were watching John Jones train, yes, we correct. wouldn't be like, why?
0: Is, it's fucking
2: out of breath. All right, so he's looking for the dog yeah. and he's using the drone.
0: Slowly canvassing when all of a sudden he spots a patch of white. Boom! He stops and zooms in. All right, I was able to get a visual on Meadow from the air. Then on foot, he races toward that spot and he sees her. Come here. Meadow runs to Brian and not long after, she is reunited with her family after being missing for 10 days and right here tonight. Hi, David. Meadow back home with Gary and Debbie Morgan, telling us not only are they overjoyed, that when they saw that video, they couldn't believe it.
3: At the last second, he saw a small white dot on the forest floor. It was, it was Meadow.
0: They are thankful to have Meadow home and thankful for Brian, the stranger, who answered that call.
4: And being able to rescue her and
0: Bring her back to us. And tonight, Brian telling us that everybody's got the capability to help Never know what will come of it. Meadow home just in time for Thanksgiving.
1: And- Kaboom. That's pretty great news. Meadow. I'm, I'm a little teary-eyed. That's but pretty the, great news. The guy ten, didn't even know him. I love ten, that. Ten days yeah. that dog is gone in upstate New York. How I, scared was it? You have
2: to be, well, also as the owners, you have to be thinking, ten days. Yeah.
1: I don't you're think realist, we're going right? to see that dog again. You want to keep your hopes up. But yeah, of, like, course. of course. This dog's fucking an icicle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Christmas season that just passed. Yes. Because what a lot of people do is put stuff on layaway. Yeah. They can't afford to pay for the whole thing, so they go, i oh, put it on layaway, and I'll have money later.
1: Especially if you have kids, and you yes. know that he or she, they... Desperately want something, but you just don't have the cash at the time. And, yes. you know, you get it.
6: Yeah.
2: So, a man walks into a Walmart. Sounds like a joke. Great joke. And
1: pays for all of the things that are on layaway. Okay. Pays for all of them. All. Watch An anonymous secret Santa generously paid off $50,000 in layaway items in, at Henrico Walmart. That's uh, Virginia, I believe. Clearing the store's total for around 100 people's Christmas gifts. One of those lucky customers told me she was stunned and began to cry. When she saw her zero balance owed.
2: Just walked in and said, everything that's on layaway, I want to pay off. And so then Walmart was able to call all those customers and say, hey, by the way, somebody you don't know came in and paid for your items.
1: I am so impressed by that for two reasons. One, that's incredibly generous. Two, the person didn't think to like say, like, please let them know it was me, right. uh, Jillian Welch. <laughs> um, no, didn't want any credit. And by the way, I mean I hate to be this guy, but I was not shocked to see like a Walmart in Malibu. Like you knew it was somewhere, like somewhere else in the country, because like it there's was, just sure. <laughs> like no one, no one in LA County is going around. So like,
3: how can
2: I drop fifty grand? Dude paid fifty thousand yeah. dollars to buy off all of the stuff on layaway at Walmart. That's that's great news.
1: That is that, and that's the news.
2: the impact that you can have as one person
1: is really a miracle. And if you're not. Ballin. kind of like in the, in the dog story where the guy said, you know, everyone can help in the way that they can. He's like, I drive drones or I fly drones right. and I hike. So that was, I knew I could do something about it. It's like everyone has that ability. It's, you know, we all don't have 50,000 dispensable dollars, um, but we all have something. Yeah. know you can pay
2: attention to the people around you and help them if they need help. Yeah manual labor whatever it is that they need you have a way of helping the people around you
1: I can just come by and you can look at me well, I if, mean, that's a dream if people
3: oh, they,
1: that is a dream they fucking need okay it. alright it's um, not that much of a dream I think about it a lot though actually not to bloviate too much but I you know I live in Venice Beach and it's gotta be one of the worst if not the worst um, homeless areas as far as like a giant homeless population Um, and so I, I'm constantly coming in contact and dealing with homeless people and I don't want to say, beat it kid. I do. I'm like, dude, (laughs) do you know what the property value is around here? You're ruining it. Um, but I don't want to sound too, uh, I'm not going to try to be completely dishonest and say like, it just breaks my heart all the time. I'm uniformly I go, you sort of get used to it. I go... A lot of time. You know, 10% of the time I, I say... I was like, man... My wife and I work really hard to live here. And there's someone pooping in the street. That's not cool. You know? But... That's your street to the poop other, in. <laughs> yeah, The other side of me starts to think... And I, and you you talk to these people. And you're like, oh my God. This is a human being. Yes. It's not a statistic. This is a human being. And then I get to realize that they're mentally ill addicted to drugs and alcohol or both. And I think about how by virtue of pure luck of being born and raised in the zip code that I was raised in by the parents I have, that's how I'm not like you. Because if I didn't have parents who are willing to just like wipe my butt with a check Every single time I screwed up with drugs and alcohol and my mental illness, I would absolutely be that guy or gal.
2: And I would walk right past you and and you would would go, what a loser.
1: You would kick the can out of my fucking hands. And when I played songs on my guitar, you'd say, you suck. Little pitchy. just Like Like that violin player that wasn't great. I got to be honest, he wasn't great. No, so I, you know, I always think like there's very little that separates me from this guy or that And guy.
2: you don't have to do the $50,000 for Walmart to no. change people's
1: lives. No. It can be little things. I, I, I gift Pornhub a subscription. Very sweet. Very often. Because I know everyone needs that. Um, I got some great news for you. Okay. You know, you've been working in media a long time. They're, you're just inundated with these people that make you go like, fuck, I suck. Oh, yeah. This guy or gal. Just by existing, they so make... Yes, and you go, bravo, but fuck you, because the standards are so... Um, his name is Neil Heritage. Okay. He's 39. He is a British soldier who had both his legs blown off by a suicide bomb in Iraq in 2004. Wow. Okay? Already a party. Yeah. That's rough. Um, he... Took that set of circumstances, which is obviously very overwhelming, and he decided that he was going to do something with it that most of us probably wouldn't be able to do, and he started to achieve these amazing feats of endurance, Ironmans, triathlons. He started climbing. He started to be uh, like a an alpine climber, and he would get to the summit of big mountains, and then he decided being that he's there in in Europe, he's going to try the Matterhorn. Okay. Okay. Three times with prosthetics on, he fails because of danger and inclement weather and all this. And just recently, he made it to the top and there he is at the top of the Matterhorn. And by the way, can I point something out? Okay. Thank you for enlarging that picture. They put there the story from BBC. They put Second from the left, Neil Heritage. And I was like, you're a dick for even sake. Like, how about Neil Heritage in the middle? He's the one with no legs. (laughs) I don't think you need to put second from the left when you look at this fucking picture and there's three dudes who are like, hey, look at me with my leggy legs. We have legs. I'm the guy with no legs. He's Neil Heritage. Dicks. (laughs) But... Um, obviously it was very moving and, uh, it was a bunch of, uh, veterans alongside him who helped him along the way. And, uh, now he said that he is going to be the first man who has an amputation above the knee, double amputation above the knee to canoe through the Amazon. Wow. Yeah. He's showing off now. I agree with you. He already destroys us by,
2: by but, going to Iraq. Yes. Okay. And getting hurt. And not laying in bed and feeling sorry for himself, signing up voluntarily, like yeah,
1: yeah, So i to You join the military. That just sounds like a good thing to do. Already better than us. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Ultimate sacrifice you can make. Goes to Iraq, suicide bomb, ba boom, legs gone. Both. Okay. Crazy. Already now another tier. What does he do? <sighs> Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. He's probably got a huge penis. Okay. I'm just saying he's better than us. He's better than us. There's and no question about that. I put my hand and that's great news.
2: This. Yeah. Do you remember when I threw out the first pitch at the Dodger
1: game? Oh, <laughs> do I remember? I was 15 feet away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the day that the military hero was there? Yeah. Were you there for that time? I did it twice. Uh huh. Okay. So I don't know that this military hero with one leg is going to throw out a ball before I do. Yes. But he goes out. He's a military hero. I believe both legs gone. I think so. Yeah. Uh, crowd going crazy. And I was on the side going, I'm not going after that guy. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's a military hero yeah. right there.
1: There's just no, him there's no upside. Right. right.
2: He throws a perfect strike. Yeah. I fall down. But I'm just saying,
1: I didn't know I was going to have to go after him. He did... I'm not saying this for effect. He has no legs and did a much better pitch than you did. Correct. Correct. And
2: he was already better than me when we went into the stadium. Yeah. And much better when we went out.
1: My brother-in-law, my wife's brother, has no legs. From, the, from like hip down. Okay? Yeah. He's What's his name? Andre Kylik. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was just... It's not lean or Eileen or, or, or... whatever. Skip, yes. Yeah. And he decides like as someone who never competed in any sports really ever i mean he was a high school athlete but he was never like a passionate fitness guy right loses his legs he's done numerous iron men he did the race across america with no legs and stuff and i always feel really bad and he's really really good looking when he went to pick up my daughter from uh preschool a couple years ago um uh with my wife and without me I go back to pick up my daughter a couple days later, and they're like, Your wife's brother is so hot. <laughs> all the teachers, right? And I'm like, Fuck you. I'm the hot one. In <laughs> Not the anymore. Family, okay? Not anymore. Right. And I always feel really bad because he's a really good guy and he does all these great achievements. So I always have to knock him down a couple pegs. Sure. Because I'll be like, It doesn't work, but Dude, sure. Great job. You go across the finish line. Amazing. I'm going to go walk. <laughs> Do you want to do a squat session with me? <laughs> Should we squat together? The, it makes you worse.
2: I know. It makes you worse.
1: Do you have any other great news for me, Kevin? I have
2: one last story, and it involves a runner who can't see. Okay. A runner who can't see. Let's just roll that video. It's a Seems crazy, dangerous. It does seem dangerous, but he has a friend, and it's great.
1: Rebel Hayes and Paul Scott, running partners who have helped each other while gaining a true friendship. The pair was recently featured on national television for their inspirational story. Paul, a West Fork High School athlete, is lead- Hold,
2: please.
4: Rebel's help
1: okay. He's become a successful cross-country runner. Today, they were surprised with $500 gift... Hold. ...so they can continue chasing their dreams. We saw it as a good opportunity to, to help support do what they love doing. Uh, and then we also saw the team effort and really them pushing each other to be excellent.
4: in our program has been just amazing for the other athletes to see. And so when you're around that every day on a daily basis, I think it really leads to be the best they can be.
1: Academy also donated $5,000 gift to buy new cross country gear for the rest of the team. I didn't know it was that? a kid.
2: How crazy is that? And he has a friend who runs with him. He's got a little leash. I don't mean a leash. I mean a, you know. It's a kind sp- of a tether. Tether, thank the you. tether. And he helps well, him run. The
1: Board of Health continues to dis-
2: I'm not I, sure what's happening. I, we just wanted more audio. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Do you think when he got to the finish line, though, like, he sort of went first?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? And... By the way, if blind guy didn't let his guy who helps him the whole way so that he could even train in the sport finish a little before him, he's a dick. Well, we don't
2: know that any of that happened. All we know is... I'm saying... There's a kid that helps a blind kid
1: run cross country. Hey, we... Okay, to get a little serious for a second. I, I'm just like most people who are above 35, will... Kind of rip on young kids today for being too overly sensitive. Sure, they they they're a little fragile, and everything's a micro trigger and all microaggression and the whole thing. But I do think that kids today, teenagers and stuff, are more literally more sensitive and in a good way too. Yeah, much better. I agree. Because that wouldn't when I was a freshman,
2: we would not. Lead blind I'm, dudes around. I'm not judging any of these great news stories by how we would do. Because I know as, as well, Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to charge another kid to play basketball. <laughs> he was... <laughs> this is something that my dad told me that he was very disappointed in me for. Everyone else got to play for free, except for Terry Paulus. And I charged him 25 bucks to play basketball. 25 bucks yes and he paid and everyone was mad at me because he was playing and they were like charge him more and my dad said i'm so disappointed (laughs) did you share the money no god no (laughs) no i'm just saying freshman high school me same i'm not helping that kid run and he's blind and
1: that's amazing Uh, getting back to living in a in a unfortunately like a bad homeless problem um, a couple weeks ago, I was walking down the Venice boardwalk and I see these two probably like 16 year old kids on skateboards and they're skating by this homeless dude and this homeless dude. And they're far enough away that I can't hear them. And this homeless guy like motions to him and says And the kids stop what they're doing. They get off their skateboards and they walk up to him. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, this is gonna go south." Because I'm like thinking, sixteen-year-old skate skateboarders, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna fuck this guy up. You knew you at sixteen, and I knew me at sixteen, and that would not have. And I I hate to even admit that. Yeah. But I was like, every part of me was like, "Oh, dude, I gotta go intervene." And uh, they walk up to him, and one puts his arm around him, and the other one rummages through his pockets and they find money and they hand it to him. And I was like, okay, we could tighten up a little bit of the sensitivity with the kids. Like they could realize that a lot of the world isn't out to get them and that, you know, some of the, but I do think that this movement to be more sensitive and be more uh, aware of the world around you is, 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 is real and is good. I've just
2: reached that point at my age of 88. I just reached the point where I would not just walk by somebody right. that was, it seemed like it was too much. I don't know what the problems are
1: and the yeah. whole thing. It,
2: it's amazing. When, that, when
1: did you stop with the mace? Last year. Do you remember when we got carpet bombed with mace? at? <laughs> I do, yeah. At Rage, it was Rage Against the Machine? It was Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I have a, one more it was story tear gas. as well. What's that? It was tear gas, but go ahead. It was, Yeah, right? it was. And like, like three songs in? Yeah. What, yeah. Was, what was security, like, what was the upside of that? Like, what did they think? Well, the the
2: whole upper part of the um, arena was pushing down and the fence was bending and they were just about to all go into the pit. Okay. It would have been a disaster. Worse than tear gas? So they brought in a plane and tear gassed the whole place. <laughs> all right, we may be off topic now. <laughs> <laughs> okay this
1: uh I the will... point
2: is 16 year olds are better than us yes and, and that's a good and thing don't tear gas and that's a good thing yeah
1: um this is a long story oh no 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 they found the <laughs> he thrown the pitch oh yeah no what now now play Come now on. play now that is nonsense first of all look at this i i pause one second <laughs> i swear to god i'm not kidding I was like, why are they putting up Eminem? <laughs> like, what is... Is this an Eminem concert? This is me throwing out the Bean. first pitch. Beans were in Mariners Jersey. At Dodger
2: Stadium. So he's getting a lot of hate. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful pitch. Oh, it bounced.
0: Let's have a hand for, for Kevin and Kevin Bean and, and Bean. all of our friends, friends from KROQ. K-O-Q.
2: I'm glad they only found that one and not the one where I fell.
1: Give him time. No, no, we're out the of internet's time. The internet's undefeated. We're out of time. Do you have... The incredibly long story of the homeless man who is the nicest person that's ever lived. Do you have that, guys, ready for me? Okay, here we go. So I got to give you a little bit of backstory, and then I I will just let it play, because it is is long, but it's worth it. This is the greatest great news ever. The greatest? The greatest great news. This is the best news ever? In my opinion, this is one of those stories where I watch it, I go... There's no way this is real. This is YouTube kids who have done a great job of mocking up something. Right. Then you get to talking with the gentleman at the center of this story, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my God, this is real. And then you uh, go down and read the YouTube comments and stuff, and, you, and the, the the guy who put this together gives a little bit more information. You're like, oh, my God. Is this going to make us feel better about ourselves or worse? You, I. This is one of those... This isn't like some guy who got his arms blown off in Afghanistan and learned how to play piano with his feet. Okay. This is just one of those where you're like, man, I'm a lot happier to be a human being. Good. Because you know this that about. this type, type of love exists. Um, so this guy, Joe, Joe Hall, Joe, Jahal, um, he does these social experiments on his YouTube channel and everything. And I came across this one. And like I said, so much of it early on made me go, well, that's, there's just no way that's real. It's too good to be true. Um, but to go ahead and let's roll. So, and we'll kind of narrate as we go.
6: Yo, what's going on you guys. So today I'm in a Not homeless Not that I don't guy. like Jahal, but, did, but let's was get extremely justified. ahead of him. Before this video starts, make sure to turn on the notifications for this channel. So you guys will be updated every single time. Right, same okay. with- great So news.
1: homeless guy, Jahal, Comes up, sees homeless guy, puts a hundred dollar bill in his uh, like in his little backpacky area there. Okay, he already did that. Yeah, okay. he just dropped it off there. All right.
2: Guy notices.
1: Super emotional. Okay. Now at this point. Because of like the the ride right, and like looking up at God, I'm like, "Oh, this is this is fucking staged." Screw you. And then he goes and I'm buys go like a couple beers. beers. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we follow him. He's discovered his money. Okay, what does he do with it? You're like, "Oh, is he gonna go buy meth?" Fuck. I'm not so, <laughs> um. but no, he goes to Target. And he gets himself food and supplies. Okay. Okay. Comes back out, sits down at the same park bench after getting his his Target stuff. Okay. Uh, and. So now I'm starting to warm up to this story a little bit where I'm thinking, all right, maybe this is real. He um, got some stuff for himself that seems, he needed. It seems so good, too good to be true, okay? Yeah. So this Jahal fella is not done with this social experiment. He's gonna come and kind of fuck with this guy, to be honest, in, in, a, in, a, in a leading way. He doesn't ask see,
2: for his money back, does he? Yeah, I
6: mean, I don't know what to do, dude. Like, I don't get my money till next week. And I'm, like, over here, like, stressing the heck out. Like, I don't know what to do anymore, dude. Like, completely lost. I have no money on me right now. She's really sick, and she really needs the medicine. That's the thing. It's like, seriously sucks living paycheck to paycheck when you don't have enough money for your daughter's medicine, and you can't really do anything. You know what I mean? It's like I'm so lost right now, dude. Just let me know if you can you know, help out with any money, dude, because I really need to get my daughter medicine, dude. But But yeah, I'll hit you up later, man. All right. All right, peace, man. Peace. Oh, my god. What do I do? You all right, babe? Huh? okay? Yeah, I just need, a, I need to get my daughter medicine, and it's like, I don't know what to do, man. Like, I don't have the money. I need to to her, right? Huh? I need to talk to her, right? Yeah, I know. It sucks so badly. You know, it's like, she's, she depends on me, you know, to get the medicine, too. And it's like, I don't know what to do, you know? Had he seen can't him? Can't get her medicine, you know? No. So bad. Huh? Be a minute? Huh? Be here a, a minute? Yeah, I'm, I'm over here the whole time. What's my backpack for me. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'll get right back. Okay,
1: okay. So, homeless man, pause this real quick. Homeless man with nothing, stroke of luck, gets a $100 bill and goes and gets himself some food and stuff. Right. Here's this guy. Uh, by the way, you could. you could... Stand to go to a couple acting classes. Yeah, that wasn't great. My daughter's sick, and she's she gotta get in front of the medicine. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but I have enough clowning on you. So he, Johal does this thing where he puts on the fake story. Uh, you okay, man? That's when I knew it was real. By the way, when I heard that guy's voice, I was like, oh shit, this is real. Here, (laughs) over here's it. Just hold on. Can you watch my backpack? Okay, roll it.
2: And that guy runs off with his backpack.
6: Hey, sir, what's up? I feel it. Huh? I feel it. I'm feeling good, man. I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? And I have your backpack. I'm uh, still trying to figure it out and everything, you know what I mean? I managed to uh, up a little by myself. Oh. What uh, happened to your bags? Uh, I just took it back to where I got. It's Target over there. Uh, uh, I have a few things that. Oh, did you was, get something from Target? Yeah. Like, what happened? Blankets and, uh, pillow, some, uh, Blankets and a pillows. Yeah. Uh, okay. Blankets and pillows. Yeah. Okay. I can get by without it now, but uh, you seem to be a little more uh, trouble than I was. So there. So you return? Yeah. Uh, you to take care of your daughter. Yeah. You return? Yeah. You return your pillows, your sleeping bags. Just give me my daughter my medicine. Yeah. yeah. Why would you do that I, though? You didn't have to do that. I look pretty stressed out. You know? I could remember do. Plenty of times. Yeah. Don't you need? Don't you need that stuff though? I get by without that. I'll be okay. No, no, no. But don't you need this money? You can you get something to eat. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, I'll give you something. i come up. How long has it been since you ate, though? Uh,
4: yesterday.
6: Yeah. You haven't ate since yesterday and you're trying to give me money?
4: Yeah.
6: That really means a lot to me. Like, something, like, you would do that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you seem like you really need the money, too, you know? Yeah. Where, where do you sleep at yeah. night? Uh, here, or there, anywhere, right through no feet. So like, yeah. that's that's incredibly inspiring. Like, what, like, how you would do that? Here's another five hundred dollars, man. You're kidding me. No, man. Yeah. Give me a hug, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Give me a hug, man. Thanks a lot, man. That, you know, like what you did. That really, no, no, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> please don't cry, please don't cry. What you did, that was that was that was really inspiring, man. No, 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 don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Please, please don't cry, please don't yeah. cry. Just Stop saying
1: shot. that. I'm crying, you fucker. <laughs> wow. So you get, the, you get the gist of that video. That's the, he that's...
2: took the stuff that he bought back, turned it back in, got the money, and gave it to this guy.
1: And, and by the way, didn't return half of it Yeah. so he could have a pillow or a blanket and then gave the guy 50 bucks. Returned all of it to give the guy 100 bucks. Who he has never met, and he said, "You clearly need it more than I do. I'll get by. Yep. I'll be fine." Um, That's the, miraculous. It's it's unbelievable. And then obviously the 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 silver lining is that Jahal, this was uh, all put on. He gave the guy five hundred more dollars, and so.
2: And then the guy said, "What about your daughter?" And he said, "I like, don't have one." And then yeah, he said, he said cold "How cold cold cold. old your
1: daughter?" <laughs> is she over 18 (laughs) nope
2: that didn't happen
1: that no that's an amazing story yeah and uh i am so this is cry number one for me on great (laughs) news with kevin and mike but uh i just found i just found it's a movie because because people in need
2: that's a miracle to him to find the hundred dollars
1: fucking me yes one hundred dollars that's a miracle
2: goes gets the stuff that he's needed for a long time yeah. and then takes it back and gives it back to the kid that's crazy good
1: it's, it, it is and it, obviously look I'm not trying to put down people who are wealthy who are giving that's obviously beautiful and I encourage anyone to be of service but, but for someone literally with nothing yeah the guy has his backpack and he's like I think I ate yesterday so there you go that is about, that's I, really like great button that. oh, oh,
2: oh yeah yeah Come on! All right. May I just say? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, no. Oh! If you watch closely,
1: I'm
3: not. All right. If you before watch before closely... you defend
1: yourself, okay. Before you, I'm I'm gonna say something, okay, and this may surprise you. All right. You clearly know how to pitch. Yes. You actually, you actually do look. Yeah, I pitched in high school. Ninety percent of that motion. Yeah. Looked really good. Right. And I was, <laughs> Until I, the end. Because you get people who can play baseball. When you see someone who can't throw, you're like, "Oh, well, that person." That's a. You can clearly do. It. Right. And you didn't have baseball cleats on. Right. right? You didn't have spikes on. And right. that's a pitcher's mound made of dirt. Okay. So and I, I cut you some slack. Okay. And I told everybody. That my foot slipped, my
2: front foot slipped. Yeah. And then we watched it again and my front foot did not slip It didn't appear that way. But here's the thing. If you watch closely, if you know pitches, I'm trying to throw a knuckleball. Why
1: would you fucking do that?
2: Because I could never do it in high school. And I thought, this is the grand stage. I'm going to win life by throwing a knuckleball at Dodger Stadium. So if you watch, my fingers are behind the ball and it's a little
1: awkward. That's like, I almost shot put it. That's like a guy training his whole life in MMA and waiting till the UFC to throw a wheel kick. It's like, I've never tried it before, but this is my time. Oh, no, I tried it a bunch of times and failed. I, That's I the worse! I, I could throw a knuckleball. I
2: you had knowledge that you don't throw... I just couldn't get it in the strike zone, so I figured this is going
1: to be my redemption. And you had Bean as your catcher. Yes. Let me throw the most confusing pitch possible. Let me me clarify. If this works out the way I want it to, it's gonna totally screw with my catcher. Yeah, I didn't even think about him. I was just thinking about myself.
2: All right, now if you watch it as it goes, watch my knuckles to see that it's a knuckleball, and I just can't even, I can't even get halfway there. You did throw a knuckleball. I threw a
1: knuckleball. Why would you do that? I threw a knuckleball about three-quarters of the way to home plate. Okay, I will give you a little more credit again. Okay. looked good. Motion looked good. You clearly know how to play baseball. Um, Bad decision. You're not wearing spikes. The knuckleball knuckled. Like if It you knuckled, wanted, I know. It, 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 there was no rotation. Until it hit the ground, it was a there good was knuckleball. no rotation. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Wow. I'm
2: pretty sure that's not how you're supposed to throw a knuckleball. Look at me now. Oh, no, no.
1: Uh, I'm down before it got to Bean. (laughs) it's perfect. Charlie Huff looked exactly... Right? He was a knuckleballer. So last episode, before we were... uh, I don't know why I'm taking off my jacket. I'm not sure either.
2: Um, Rudy! Last episode, Rudy stopped by and said he was in trouble because it was anniversary. And for some reason, Sad Girl wasn't talking to him. Apparently, he messed up on the gift. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but we figured that we would have... Rudy back in, and maybe we could get to the end of it, to the bottom of it, before we finish with this week's great news. Hey, hey Rudy,
1: did you see Mike? I, just, I don't know. I heard you talking about me before. Okay. Um, so, like, listen, dog, yep. um, uh, first off, I just want to give you some advice. Okay. Don't try a knuckleball. <laughs> don't throw knuckleballs at Dodger Stadium, Okay. Dog. Secondly, don't use cuetes, don't use guns. For I pinatas, I did I don't. Don't do that. Oh, In the you future, did that. You did that.
5: Yeah,
3: I'm gonna miss my homie Spackle. Lavato, <laughs> he didn't deserve that, fool.
1: Okay, so you used a gun on my, a pinata. My youngest is six, fool, and she was hitting it with mira the the fucking baseball bat. Yeah, wiffle bat. Seventy five swings, and the pinata won't burst. Okay. So my homeboy, you know, you know that about the Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Battle Boy. Mountain. I like Game Boy. He's
3: like, I'm done with. So then all of us are like, hey, let's join in the fun. And next thing you know, Spackle, that about dead
2: Okay, um, what did what did that have to do with your anniversary? I'm just
1: trying to be a good influence on you and the audience, so that people don't. Make the mistake, make the same okay. mistake that I do. All right. So last episode, I told you my my wife, um, my wife. I'm sorry, my wife won't talk to me right now. Um, Is this you celebrating at the Laker parade? Oh that, yeah, no, that's my homeboy
3: Spatula uh, okay. from Pacoima, Doug. Okay, he, he put
1: he put some. Some fire and a, a cannon of fireworks yeah. in his Ranfla and then just did donuts and
2: just to make a point here in Los Angeles they were told no one leave your house. Yeah, no one congregate near Staples Center, and this is what happened. You know what every Mexican
1: in Los Angeles said? <laughs> Hold my beer, Puto. <laughs> okay. What's that Mato's name? Garcetti? Yes. Gar- Mayor hey, Garcetti. Don't the Dodgers just won the World Series Correct. for the first time. Since 1988. Yes. Hey, stay in your house, don't go nowhere.
2: Yes, that's Literally
1: what everyone with brown skin is like, are is this a are, am I on fucking punk? Stuff? Probably didn't. Where's
2: Austin even, Probably didn't even think about it. Just as like, okay, those words just went over my head. They might have been more motivated yeah. to
1: fucking congregate. <laughs> so so my wife is pissed off because our anniversary Yeah. last week. Uh-huh. I think. And what did she do wrong? So last week. And I was like, I want to buy her something beautiful. And I know that she loves me, aroma therapy, Mm -hmm. candles and shit. And I put her in the bubble bath a lot
3: and put on the candles and I massage her and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to break off some serious feria on, on
1: a candle for her a candle and okay. i went to la bed bath and beyond or whatever and so
2: this is a candle a aromatherapy candle that she can take a bath with and have the candle
1: lit and and luckily i'm an essential worker so i, I still have i have. think you're an essential worker i very essential doc okay. so like i still have some cash flow
3: and um i went down to the candle store and they didn't have like any of the good ones
1: mm-hmm.
3: um so i went down to my homeboys in in La Puente, and I
1: got a, a candle. He's like, this candle smells beautiful, and it's very feminine.
3: Okay. For And so I bought it, and I pull it out. That seems nice. And this kind of fucking trips out. Look.
2: What? That, uh, that candle's
1: a vagina. I know. For And I was thinking, wouldn't she love it it's for a woman you yeah, know no. i was thinking like maybe she'd be like oh i'm gonna embrace my lady parts that's not a good gift
3: it's, no because like I, I, saw, a I
1: saw that fucking madonna and and ashley judd at the women's march they're like we, we you will not shame our vaginas and i'm like yeah you go girl that's what you know what that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I even said that. She opened. I was like, you go, girl. And she's like, you go, guys. Get the <laughs> fuck out of the house.
2: <laughs> I'm with Sad Girl. I got to be honest. Sorry, Rudy. All right, dog. All right.
1: Hey. Oh. You
2: going to be back tomorrow?
1: I'm going to be back, dog. I have one idea for your show. Okay. This is dope. The show. I'm, I'm really happy for You're you. You're liking great news. Happy for you, Mike. Okay. But, mira, there used to be the show. The, it, on casual Me- on Mexican channel. Right. The Spanish channel. And it was like uh, pinche Jerry Springer. Yes. Pero they would let the audience come in and, and fight too. So like you would have homeboys like, oh, I cheated on Sylvia. <laughs> and, and then the host would come out and be like, you are the father or whatever, you know? And, and instead of just like handling his business with the fool on stage... Homies would come out and made. they like there was no Steve Wilkos, no none shit. They're just like, yeah, go ahead and box it out. What you should do, that fool? That'd be dope if you were doing like a. But we're we're doing a a great news show, right? And it's just Mike and I, right? And like who's what, gonna come fight? I can hire some vatos. Look, there's look, look at homie right there. He's young and strong. Yeah, that vato right? What? Hey, little little spiky though. <laughs> What if you just came in, like elbow, right? you'd be like, oh, fuck. No, I don't want to get hit with an elbow. I think you viewers, ratings up. That's
2: all I'm saying. Okay, I'll take it uh, under advisement. All right, then. I'll take it through. Thank you, Rudy, for coming by. And I'm sorry about your anniversary. That seems like that may have been a disaster.
1: That was disastrous, right?
2: Yeah, that's, Ooh, hey, Mike.
1: Rudy. Did you see Rudy? What a breath of fresh air that fella is. Right you ever wonder why I have a ring around my? (laughs) I do. You should. By the way, we did our first episode. The whole thing goes down. We're we're both excited and pumped. I get done. Done. Right. Finished. Right. And one of the camera guys is like, you know you have glitter all over your fucking face. (laughs) And I was like, you
2: couldn't... Couldn't say that before.
1: My friend... I didn't notice it. My friend died. What? This... um, this I'm this starting. is great news with Kevin and Mike. My friend passed away, uh, non covid related, but, but, but through six, five, six months ago. And he was, we were really actually very close. And, um, we had a social distancing funeral, but we all got up to say something to people that were really close. And I was one of those people and I cried. I really love this guy and, uh, crying, talking about him and how much I miss him and, uh, you know we're all very emotional, and I get done, and I sit down, and the final person says their their piece, and we all kind of put our hands together, and then it's a, you know a little bit more celebratory. Mm-hmm. And we and all start fighting. I've been up in front of everyone and talking to people for fucking twenty minutes before I do this. Where I'm, cr- and uh, this girl comes up, she's like, "You have a giant booger in your nose. Do you not have anyone that loves you?" And I go to my friends, Mike and Sean, and I go, Mike and Sean don't love you. Why did you? And they're like, Why would we? <laughs> we wanted you to go up. And I was like, Dude, that I like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But that—that's you know—that's your good news. Every right guy news. knows that the, you have those friends. Yeah, where of course. They're like booger. They yes, did the right thing. Booger positive. Yeah, they did the right thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, outro. Outro, please.
0: <clears throat> Smith. <clears throat> outro. That's what I'm talking about, bro.
1: It's the motherfucking outro to the show, and it's really
2: great news. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news.
0: Nice.